Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Episode number 118, new home to-do list. Okay, we talked in the previous episode about uh, the home inspection and responding to <laughs> things that the, uh, the, the you want when you're but when you're before you're moving in and as you're doing the uh, uh, you know getting ready to buy stuff that you want the uh, seller to take care of for you. Now we're talking about once you're in the home, there's going to be some projects. So when buying a new home, there's no shortage of projects that the new home buyer wants to tackle. Today, we will talk about many of the potential projects that could be on the horizon for your new home and what should be done before you move in and what can be done after you move into your new home. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now, here is your real estate advisor with all the answers, Mr. Jason Wilcox. Welcome. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, how are you, sir? Good. Real good. That's good. I uh, I may have all the answers. They're not necessarily real estate answers, but <laughs> in fact, I may have a lot of answers to some random stuff that no one ever needs to know about, you know, unless you're on Jeopardy trying to answer the thousand dollar question. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but Lord knows I ain't smart enough to be on that show. I'm not even smart enough to be on the kids version of that show, but that's a different story for a different day. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. So today we are talking about the, the new home to do list. And um, it's kind of interesting that this, this particular podcast episode has kind of a, a, a two sided um, uh, not story behind it, but, but really this, this episode birthed out of two different ideas. One is when I'm talking with buyers as we're nearing closing about, you know, what are they going to do before they move in? What are they going to do after they moved in? Um, I started creating this list, but I've also created this list in my own personal home because it's like, oh, I really wish I would have done a couple of these things because now trying to do them is almost damned near impossible to do some <laughs> of these projects because as you, you'll see as we go through this list that some of these things are really hard to do once you've actually moved in and you're currently living in the home. So um, I thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about this today okay. um, to, to kind of just briefly introduce what this what this podcast episode is about. So what we're talking about is we're talking about, OK, new home buyers. When you move into a home, there's going to be no shortage of stuff like painting and steam cleaning the carpets and all that kind of stuff that you're going to want to do. Okay. What I want to try to do is help get your thought process together because some of these projects are going to be much easier to do if you do it when your home is totally empty well, okay. before you move in right. versus if you're in and your stuff is in your house. Um, it, it's one of those ones where, I, so for example, just to kind of give you a quick teaser, something like painting. You can okay. paint once you've moved into your house, but it is a hell of a lot easier to paint when the house is completely right. vacant before you move your stuff in. So that's what we want to kind of talk about. And the reason uh, I wanted to talk about this is because 
every buyer is different. But I can tell you that with the vast majority, especially with a lot of the first-time home buyers that I work with, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they're renting somewhere, and let's say, you know, they, uh, I actually just talked with the, with with clients of mine. I've got clients that are closing um, I, next Tuesday, August second, um, and they have. Actually, when's this episode airing? Hold on. <laughs> oh, this episode is airing on August 12th. So they had closed on August 2nd. <laughs> work backwards. And then, yeah, spoiler alert, we don't record these in real time. This may or may not be recorded a couple of weeks ahead of time. So they had closed on August 2nd, and I think they needed to be out of their current rental by like the 5th. So they've got this three-day period where their house will be vacant. It's like, okay, are there things that need to get done before we move in? And so that's kind of what we want to talk about is what are some things that need to get done. Now, one of the thing, two things I want to drive home with this episode. Um, number one is this list has to be prepared long in advance of the day of closing. Um, <clears throat> one of the ones I had mentioned is painting, especially if you're going to hire a professional painter, you cannot close on August 2nd to call them on August 3rd to expect them to be there on August 4th. That's not how this works. So you need to prepare your list long ahead of closing. The other thing is, this is not a total exhaustive list of everything you need to do as a homeowner. My goal with this episode is to get you thinking, hey, what are the list of projects I need to do with my specific house? So that way, as I'm nearing closing, I can at least get a priority list of what do I want to do before I move in versus what's okay to wait to do until after closing. Okay. All right. So let's just start with the list, the most obvious ones or, you know. Yes. So the most obvious number one is change the locks like that's and that's not even a, a do that before or after you move in. That's just safe. That's just for safety. I don't know. I don't know that we have anything more that we have to say about that other than just do Same, it right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't care how trustworthy grandma that you bought to her house from looks like just change the I, you locks. Just, it's, it's, it's easy yeah. to do. Just just change. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So the next thing is painting, like we talked about. So painting is one of those ones that obviously everyone knows they can do when they move after they move into a house. However, if you have a few day down period, I can tell you that painting a house is a hell of a lot easier if you don't have all your furniture, couches, TV, bookshelves, bedrooms, dressers, chests, things like that. So painting will be done will be a lot easier when all your stuff is in here right but also if you got little ones paint before you move in to get those fumes out okay because adults were okay with those fumes for a day or two i don't know that i would ever want my 20 month old kid in a house that was freshly painted okay. give that a couple of days to to vent especially if you're buying a house in the height of the summer where you're going to need to keep the windows opened uh in order to to vent that out well if you're keeping the windows open you're not gonna be able to run the ac so you're not gonna be able to have the ac on and then you don't want to be living in a house that's freshly painted and no ac on because you got the windows open of course of course yeah okay uh, uh, yeah if you can you want to try to do it if you can do it and then of course i guess like well we're talking about painting and stuff like that uh flooring issue uh the painting hardwood floors or uh carpeting or flooring 
Yeah. I, I, so th- this is one that I actually took away from my own personal house uh, because I've been wanting to refinish the hardwood floors for years. And I just realized that that's almost damn near impossible at this point, because when you refinish the hardwood floors, you, I think it's like you can't walk on it for a day and then you can't put any like heavy furniture on it for like two weeks. So it's like if you're living there, it's like, where the hell do you store your stuff? Because like in our house, we have hardwood floors in the dining room and the, and, and the, and the living room. So it's like, where would we put all of our dining room and living room? furniture for you know well, 10 you, days. Well, you can do it we, we just real quick you what you do is you ref, you work around where you have your stuff then you then you get it all done you get it dry and then you move the stuff and then you do the areas where you had your stuff that, that's like the pain in yeah. the neck a little bit but it absolutely yeah. can, can be done you've got to do a little bit of yeah also i'm just, just i'm just get, a, i'm just a, i'm just a diva but and and there's there's systems and 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 all kind of stuff for like dealing with you know when they're sanding the floors like keeping the uh, uh dust down and stuff like that you get yeah you know i mean if you're just doing it you know Look at look at a YouTube video. That's all. We'll just yeah, yeah, yeah. just leave it there. <laughs> exactly. But but I will just say in general, um, it is easier to do any type absolutely. of replacement of the carpet and, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Makes so and sense. I guess the other thing also too, because Lou, you you bring up a great point. Yeah, you could do it while you're in the house. But I also um like refinishing the hardwood floors. The the first time I ever had buyers that did this, did this, they bought a ranch in Upper St. Clair, and I think they were doing all the hardwood floors pretty much except for their kitchen. The whole upper level was all hardwood floors, so it was like. It was like living room, dining room, the hallway, and all three bedrooms. So it is easier to do it in one fell swoop yeah, because if you're doing in sections, now all of a sudden you're taking what would have been a day job and maybe a week to let it dry is now turning into a two month project because each section's got to sit for so many days. Well, so if you can if you can do it because sometimes you're under the gun too with the closing, you don't got time. Like you know right. what I mean? You get the you get you get the keys to the house and maybe you only got a couple of days. Well, right. I mean, if you're gonna refinish, you know you know blah blah blah. I mean that's just. This is not going to happen if you can't, right. you know what I mean? Right. Exactly. But just something to think about if you're going to re- refinish the hardwood floors on a, on a, on an easier note though, something like replacing carpeting or flooring, that's usually a one to two day job. That's just easier to do because then your stuff's not in the way and it just saves you time and headache. If, if you're replacing it before you move yeah, in. Absolutely. So, sure. Um, I don't think there's anything we need to say about completing major construction projects. Just if you've got the ability to be able to do that before you move in, just do it because you're going to be down that, that it's item be so anyways. nice too. And you move in your, your, whatever. So just say for instance, your kitchen got like a brand new remodel kitchen. It's going to be like, ah, oh, you can move in and put your stuff yep. down and relax and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, yep. I mean like, absolutely. It's yep. nice if you can do that for sure. Yep. 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 But again, if you're now as a side note, I feel like with major construction projects that goes back to, you're probably buying a fixer upper at that point. So if you're doing that, that should already be part of your mentality anyways, because as we talked about with fixer uppers, it's probably not the only thing that needs to be done. So that's probably in your wheelhouse. And then Um, the ceilings. Yeah. Um, If you're doing any type of replacing the plaster, popcorn ceilings, drop ceilings, um, that that is a little more when I say replacing plaster or popcorn ceilings or drop ceilings. That's if like you're dealing with it all throughout the house. If it's something like just the drop ceiling in the basement, you could probably deal with that at a later time. But if you have large sections of your house any type of replacing of plaster or popcorn ceilings do it beforehand because that stuff um the be- the best the best um 
expression I ever heard from a teacher friend of mine is that glitter is the herpes of art supplies. And I, I could not agree with him more. Well, I feel like, you know, plaster flakes and all of that, that's like the herpes of like the construction <laughs> zone, because you, if you try to do that with stuff in your house, that stuff is going to be there all over forever. Yeah, you're going to be, yeah. yeah, you're going to be moving in 12 years and still finding oh, stuff around a the house. Bit of sp- yeah. Remember that? Remember when we first moved? Yeah, we did the ceiling. Oh, that behind yeah. the couch. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And of course, like uh, again, we talked about this with the home inspection stuff: electrical, plumbing, HVAC. You know, those are things that, like, if you didn't negotiate those out ahead of time, or you did, you know, if you can do that ahead of, you know, when you move in, like, not everybody can. Yeah. Uh, but if you can, you know, you try. Yeah. And and I'll be honest with you, Lou, this is more of, we actually kind of were talking a little bit about this off air before we started recording today. Like, especially like with the the electrical work, this is more for like, if you're buying an older home, like for example, he and I live, you and I live in Cannonsburg, you know, we got houses with older plumbing, with older HVAC, with older electrical. That's more of just a safety concern because you can do the electrical work, you know, while you're living in the house, but if it's still got knob and tube, that's a huge fire safety concern. So I recommend getting that stuff done just because you want to move into a house safe you know get that done and get that updated and get that stabilized before you move in so that you're not moving into a house that's potentially you know a firebox waiting to happen and uh, of course any kind of so what you call deep cleaning so i mean yeah you know you're going to scrub down walls or baseboards or whatever a lot easier without your your junk in the house <laughs> exactly exactly or in, in my personal desire hire someone to do it because as a side note there are companies out there that are specializing in deep cleaning like specifically for like when you're moving into a new house so hire someone they're actually a lot more reasonable than what you think oh no 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 i wasn't so none of this i was talking about doing myself <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> No, 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 You get the professionals. And we mentioned this in passing many times in different episodes. Like when you get people that like you get somebody who specializes in that, they're going to do it faster, better and everything than you can do. So you just, you know what I mean? Suck it up and, you know, and you're going to be happier. But yeah, absolutely. As, yeah. As, as, yeah, 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 yeah. As, a, as well, actually, I'll get into my story here in a second because I do have a good story. Yeah. Hire someone who can do it faster than you can, which is a perfect segue into to our next one, which is things that can wait until after you move in the home. The reason why that's a perfect segue, Lou's looking at me like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? The conversation in my head, Lou, makes perfect sense. The the reason why that makes perfect sense is because this past weekend, excuse me, I just uh, completely weeded, completely retrenched completely sprayed and completely laid over 60 bags of mulch around the exterior of my house um, in our yearly landscaping cleanup that we always do, which is what uh, the, the the next thing on our list is, which when you said hire professionals to do about it, I just had this PTSD moment because like I said, I just spent 12 hours getting completely sunburned and laying over 60 bags of mulch this past weekend Damn. at my house. No, 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 no. And I no. wish I would have hired a professional, Lou. I wish I would have hired a professional. Also, I would think that you, I mean, this is worth the, almost at the end of June or July. Well, I would think this would be the kind of thing you would do like in maybe mid to late spring, right? Wasn't it something you should maybe do in May? Well, I don't want to get into your personal life, but it just, let, it just let, let's just say this for normal people, Lou. <laughs> yes. 
that would be the 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 suggestion. However, you are talking to a gentleman who is a realtor and on the side works as the music director. So for you have a like a, you're you're busy you're busy man. So unfortunately, and Easter's your father, little, and you're going to be father yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Well, in this past spring, we had some craziness going on with the with the little one, but we won't get into that. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's one of those situations where the um, we um, with with April May, I'm just always swamped because. It's the height of the spring market, and then I work for the church, and Easter's a little bit of a big deal uh, to us. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's why. And and I'll be bluntly honest, Lou. As a side note, not to get off on a tangent, I'm one of those ones that I could give a rat's ass what my landscaping looks like. Yeah, it looks pretty to look at, but I honestly do it just because um, I know it's it's good for the house. You know, if you have a little bit of a mulch buildup, we've talked about this. We've talked about trying to, you know, get it to slope away from the house. It's just better to help kind of prevent, you know, it's not an end all be all, but it helps water getting into the home. So I do it more from just, it's good for the house. That's the only reason they do it. And yeah, it looks pretty, but I don't really care about that. I, so. I, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So exterior work, landscaping, right? Now you all can wait till, you know, yes. I can't move in until my uh, uh, azaleas are planted. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so you don't have to worry about the, the landscaping, the exterior work. You know, if you're looking to power wash, you know, your house or, you know, the, you know, the siding on your house, or if you're going to replace the roof or if you're going to do anything like that. Yeah. Paint most of deck, that stuff, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That, that can all wait. Um, I've also learned that finishing off what I'll call side spaces in your house can wait too. So if you have an unfinished basement or if you have an unfinished third story attic, um, those kinds of things can wait because you can live with an unfinished basement. You can live with an unfinished attic space. It does not have to be done right away. Um, organizing your closets. You know, if you're the one that wants to go in and put a California closet in your master bedroom, that can wait, you know, any type of decorating, any kind of that kind of stuff, all of those little things can wait. So yeah. So any of those things that deal with basically not the, to me, to me, the kitchen, the bathrooms and like the living room bedroom uh, bedrooms those are like the main hubs of the house the outside of the house the basement the attic and the closets are not main hubs those are easy things like it's easy to pull all your stuff out of the closet to do a california closet it's easy to move stuff out of the basement to refinish it or to not store stuff in the attic until you finish it but my thing is focus on the main hub, the kitchen, dining room, living room, the bedrooms and the bath. Two, That's what you want to two words, on. two words, two words. Then, then I want to hear Jason's crazy story and final thoughts. Storage unit. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I they mean, are... I would just, I'm, I, I'm, I am the one, you know, do you, I would venture and we could shoot maybe do a podcast on like, you should just factor that into the cost of moving, you know, oh, yeah. just get, you know, just, you know, I'm already thinking like, I've, I'm about like, okay, I'm, I'm already planning like moving. So I'm already looking like I'm going to do a storage unit because there's things that like, I want to have out of here that I'm not using all the time, but I do use sometimes yeah. and I start getting stuff, you know, so I, you know, box yes. up and put out there. Um, but in any case, so I digress, but storage units are great to have while you're doing these things. And, and I had a storage unit for a long time until I got my basement finished and everything that I was able yeah. to bring all my stuff back. So that that's, um, you know, you know, you, you, it, it, these type of things can be done uh, absolutely afterwards. So you got, you said you had a crazy story or something that happened to you regarding this? Oh, that, that's what I was mentioning. The, the 60 
bags of mulch oh, that, that I laid this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so just envision me pulling weeds, which I actually did throughout the week to prep for the weekend. I then had to, I always spray the, the old mulch to try to kill off anything. I retrenched all the way around my house. And then I had to make two different trips to the hardware store. I actually bought 70 bags of mulch, um, but I only used about 55 to 60 of them. I, every year I always buy extra because I'll touch up some spots before the winter because I like to have fresh mulch before the winter. Not fresh mulch, but just to make sure everything's graded the way I want it to before like the snowfall and all that starts gotcha. to hit. So yeah, I uh, I I um I I so I hauled over uh, seventy bags of mulch uh, to my house this weekend. So my final thoughts are: hire a professional. That's <laughs> hire a professional to do this work. You will love yourself. And you will love that professional a lot more than than um, than, than if you did it yourself. Unless you're one of those sick socio- sociopaths that likes to do this yourself. If you enjoy having to lay seventy bags of mulch, um, I'm not saying there might be something wrong with you. There probably is, but hey, good for you. You're a better person than me. Uh, no, <clears throat> my or you don't thought- have kids, or you you know what I mean. You have a kind of a yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, But my final thought is this, like we talked about beforehand, this is not an exhaustive list um, of everything that you do. The idea is it's just to get you thinking, hey, what things are easy to do when my stuff is not in the house versus what can I do easily with my stuff in the house? That's how you want to kind of create this list initially is that if I can do things like paint, change the carpet, that kind of stuff, um, you know, do it before you move in because it'll save yourself a lot of time, headache and hassle. Uh, but also, like I mentioned at the beginning, plan this list well ahead of closing, because if you are going to hire professionals, you want to make sure that you can get them out there. If you're going to close on August 15th, let's make sure that you can get them out there the 16th or the 17th. And you need to call several weeks ahead of time so you can get them on the schedule. So just be planning this list long ahead of actually the day of closing. Absolutely. Good advice. As always, as always, Jason, thank you very much. Uh, Jason wants to be your advice, your re- personal real estate advisor, not just your uh, podcast you listen to to get ideas. He actually wants to work with you because face it, at some point, probably sooner rather than later, you're going to be buying or selling, going to be doing both. Uh, so you want to reach out to Jason at 412 612-651-4638. Uh, you can call or text that, or you can email Jason at jason.wilcox at pittsburghmoves.com. Guys, my name is Lou Lombardi. Thank you so much for hanging out. We'll catch you all on the next Really Real Real Estate Podcast.